Hello and welcome to frame 55 of Me One versus Me Two Snooker here at what I wanted to call the Richard von Weizsäcker Arena. Of course, you'll be aware that the German politician Richard von Weizsäcker has just died, but his family got in touch with me peremptorily, if that's a word, to tell me they did not want him to be named in honour, in the arena to be named in his honour. They saw that I would see von Weizsäcker and knew that I would be drawn to that, like a moth to a flame. Uh, so instead, we are dedicating this podcast and this arena, hopefully for the rest of all time. So far, we haven't had much luck. Uh, Ethel Lang's family did get in touch to say they did not want us to choose uh, her, use her name any longer. But hopefully the family of Haylist, who was only nine years old uh, when it died, will not object because Haylist is a horse. So that's actually quite old for a horse. Uh, it was a thoroughbred racehorse, trained and bred in Australia. I don't need to tell you this. He won the Maned Cato Stakes. It's good to have a sporting winner. Uh, was unfortunately uh, euthanized on the 3rd of February after suffering from laminitis, which is when a horse thinks it's a lamb and that it makes it useless as a racehorse any longer. Uh, and so you just have to kill it. Uh, so that, that, uh, may you rest in peace. I don't know, maybe some of the glue in the snooker board there was made out of horses we don't know but uh i can't really imagine that hayless family will be able to even can comprehend the idea of what a snooker playing podcast is uh, anyway it's um this would try to get this one in quickly uh, before the birth of me one's first child um which could be any time now, uh, but could happen during this podcast. But don't worry, if my wife goes into labour during this podcast, we will carry on the frame to the end. That is my Me One versus Me Two snooker guarantee. Uh, there's been quite a lot of stuff going on in the world uh, of self-playing snooker. The, uh, the, the petition that uh, we've mentioned last time has got its necessary 100 signatories, and um, <clears throat> consequently the government has looked in to the whole system behind the self-regulating, the regulations behind uh, the self-playing snooker federation or what have you, and it has discovered some improprieties and some inconsistencies within the accounts. Uh, Me79, the president of the self-playing snooker federation, has had to be fired from his role uh, because it was discovered he was taking backhanders from... No, I mean, it's, it's almost reminiscent of something that's happened in the world of football recently, but I can't quite remember what it is. Uh, but he was taking backhanders from the actual snooker federation, the proper, well, not the proper one, the one that's for snooker between two players. They were paying him to... Um, <laughs> they were paying him to... Uh, to make self-playing snooker ridiculous, which I think you'll agree in the last couple of frames it really has. I mean, last time we had me 1-1-1 versus me 1-1-2, and as amazing a player as me 1-1-2 was, and I will miss him, uh, it, it made a farce of the whole idea of a man playing himself at snooker. And why was me 1 being punished uh, for me 2's crimes? Me 1 wasn't able to play, even though me 1 was playing all the roles, but it was a tiny proportion, diluted, homeopathic proportion... Uh, of, of me one so why was that they being and, and someone else emailed and I'm afraid I've lost the email so I can't name you but they did point out that as a lawyer they'd looked through the history of this and they'd seen that uh, footballers who've been accused of racism may get a three or four match ban a lifetime ban has no precedence uh, so the self-playing snooker federation now 
Now the new president voted in me, 72, who uh, most people agree is a respectable. He loves the sport of self-playing snooker. Uh, he's not a, he doesn't like publicity. He's not prepared to come on and, and talk for himself, which I think is probably a good thing, because me, 79, who I should say, of course, has it in accordance with all self-playing snooker rules, has been put into a prism and shot into space from whence he can never return. Although I think referee two did. I can't remember which referee it is now. We've got, he's very good on the whole, though someone did tweet me to say there'd been a mistake in one of the frames, which I find astonishing. I will remind you that the referee's decision is final and is always correct. So the good news is uh, Me Too has served his ban. Uh, Me One uh, is allowed to reform into just being himself. Uh, and we can get one more frame of Me One versus Me Two snooker in before the baby's born. And I don't know what will happen to Me Too after that because that might actually just destroy him. So it gives me to an opportunity. It's back to where... I'm glad we're back here. We're back where it belongs. Um, it's currently 25 to 24 uh, to me one. Uh, and uh, here at the Haylist, the Haylist Arena. Good old Haylist. He was my favourite horse or she, whichever it was. Um, we're again recording on uh, Garage Band via the uh, Yeti mic which just I did start one a second ago and it went wrong. So uh, if anything happens to the recording, uh, I apologise. It's a new garage band that's just been uploaded. Um, I haven't really got the levels right, I don't think. Sorry if it's a bit boomy. Uh, hopefully it will all be okay. Uh, and Robot Voice will be appearing to give the scores, but will not be, if you've listened to the Warming Up podcasts, for some reason he has gone back to his previous sound on this particular podcast, which I think some of you will appreciate i am not crazy i am a normal human being uh no cats here at the moment let's just have a, a word with uh with me one and me two back to normal how are you feeling me one well it's good to be back as a whole person well you say that i mean it would be nice for me if i was back as a whole person but well whatever richard i mean i don't have to consider about you my my reality begins here i am a whole person i am me one i don't really care about whether that from your perspective you're half a person maybe you thought that maybe from your perspective, you see yourself as the complete Richard Herring, but maybe you are just a part of another Richard Herring in a fantasy world that he has created. That's something for you to think about, Richard. Uh, I, uh, you know, I enjoyed playing um, as, as different elements of myself. Um, it was nice to get me, I mean, a me one, one, two. Shows I've got a little bit of a racy uh, showman side to me somewhere in there. I think a lot of people might say I'm a little bit boring. But Richard, uh, I don't care if people think I am boring. I just want to get that there on the snooker board. Get back uh, this podcast back where it belongs. Get the self-playing snooker back. I, I know. I think it's interesting that proper snooker is so threatened by self-playing snooker. And when I say proper snooker, this is proper snooker. I mean two players, two, two to four players snooker is so threatened by what we're doing here that they feel the need to try and uh, bribe our president. I'm glad to see. I was glad that the which you should have podcasted really when when Me 79 was shot into outer space inside that prism. It was an enjoyable and festive gathering of the me's to see that happen. Uh, it's always a reminder not to break the rules as well because you know you just because I'm in the title of the podcast doesn't mean I can't be shot into space at any second in a prism uh, that there's usually no escape from. But some but to be honest, the only other person who's been in that prism has escaped from it and is the very if he is the referee now, I don't, can't remember, I think it's referee two, then um, 
that he is doing a good job. So, you know, he learned his lesson, but that's not the point. Anyway, I'm looking forward to getting back to the snooker, which and less talking, more snooker, as my catchphrase goes. That's very similar to Me Too's catchphrase. It is similar, but his is less snooker, he's talking. Mine is less talking, more snooker. So that's what's going on. My T-shirts. Uh, yeah, yeah, there may be T-shirts, uh, more T-shirts being made of uh, Me One versus Me Too snooker. There was one given away as a prize. Um, so, yeah, that would be an interesting catchphrase to decorate a... Uh, a potential T-shirt. Thank you for that, Me One. Uh, over to Me Two. Uh, the the bad boy served his suspension. How's it been uh, being suspended from the game you love, Me Too? I um, don't care. I don't think I did anything wrong. I am not going to apologise. I will let my snooker do the talking. And that is a much better than less talking, more snooker. That's a stupid thing to say. Um, I am going to let my snooker do the talking. I have realised it was a mistake to get involved in politics. That's not what self-playing snooker is about. I, As I said, I drunk a Lemsip when I said those things, a very strong Lemsip. I've apologised. No, I haven't apologised. I'm not going to apologise because I'm allowed to think what I like. Uh, and let me just say, anyone who crosses me ends up being shot in a prism into space. So let that be a warning to the rest of you. Okay, well, let's, let's get on with the snooker. I'm interested to see. This is a chance, of course, for you, me too. Uh, to uh, to get back yeah and I'd just like to say to all my fans that all the little kiddies in hospital uh, I, I'm planning to win this one and, and then get ahead I haven't yet been ahead I don't think for quite a while and so I'm, I'm hoping to win the next two frames if there are any more frames if I'm not destroyed by the birth of me one's child which could be any time could be a couple of weeks so you know it might be time for more of this um, and even though me one's child will be a child in hospital I do not dedicate my performance to that child that child, in my view, even though made within wedlock, is a bastard. Well, that's a strong views about my child there, me too. I'm not, I don't think I approve of that. Well, let's see who broke last time. Uh, me one broke last time, so it's me two to break. And we hand over to our commentators. Commentator one, commentator two in the commentary arena here in the Hay Line, Hayseed Arena. I can't know what it's called. Yes, Richard, nice to be here. Just to point out a few changes. Uh, in the arena, there is now an exercise bike here uh, down on the top left hand corner of the pocket, which might lead to some problems. That is an exercise bike, uh, I believe, Richard Herring has procured partly for his show Christ on a Bike, which will be part of his 12 show run at the Leicester Square Theatre in August and September. Uh, he's doing every single one of his one man shows plus a new one for 12 weeks. One of them will be Christ on the Bike. Also, he does, I believe, a, um, a an occasional live tweet event which is um, Pointless Workout, where he does a workout and plays Pointless at the same time for 45 minutes, which you can be part of if you believe in Twitter. I don't know what I think about that. I'm not on Twitter. Are you commentator too? Okay, not, not, not answering. Uh, and uh, Harry 967 though, Richard Harry, if you want to. And here we go. Uh, he's not wearing... Neither player's wearing their slippers today, so there shouldn't be that unusual sound going on. Hopefully the uh, microphone and the software will be up to this. Uh, me too, today. It's a fine break, I don't think, oh no, something did, I didn't even see it, that's how amazing that was, there is a red ball in the pocket, it was, that is how, how sharp and fantastic that shot was, so me too, off to an amazing start after this brief sabbatical, oh, and he went for the black in the top right, there was a red in the way, it was a bold decision, but that's a break of one to start us off, which is a good break, that's a, not a bad break. From old me two there, given he hasn't played for a little while. Uh, me one zero, me two one, and me and I think computer voice glad to be Mac. Uh, 
and they're rather more simple. Just me one and me two there, rather than me one 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 and me one one two, which uh, was a little bit confusing last week. Uh, so me two now at the table. Oh, what a wonderful shot that was! Uh, he hit it hard, he hit it firm, as uh, Me Too likes to do, but uh, basically coming across the table from the centre, right to the centre left, looking up the table, he had to clip a ball at quite an obtuse angle, uh, and it hit the centre pocket, it hovered in the centre pocket, like it was a 2015 hoverboard from the film Back to the Future 2, and then dropped, dropped like a stone into the pocket, another one point for me too. He hasn't really, he's not really on to anything here. He can hit the pink, is pretty much all he can do. Can he double it? I don't think so. Oh, and uh, the referee two had a look at that. He completely miscued. And referee two says yes. Uh, sometimes he lets things like this go, but he did hit the red before the pink unbelievably. So uh, that's, a, that's a fault, I think they call it. In, uh, in snooker, something like that, a, uh, a, a bogus score, that's what they call it. Uh, it is, uh, forgotten the name of what you call it when someone uh, makes a mistake in snooker. It's one point to me too for his one point break, uh, but six points to me one because of that error, bad error made by me too there, an unforced error. Me one, six, me two, calculating, 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 calculating is two, calculating, calculating two. Two, it's six two is the score, and here we go, it's me one now. Oh, and me one, maybe, but these two players have not really been at the board very much. He tried to pull back, quite fairly simple uh, red ball into the centre pocket, but missed it entirely. He's now snookered himself, uh, which me, and the referee's called free ball uh, for, which I believe he's allowed to do for me two, using the brown as a red now. He's trying to double that. Uh, ooh, uh, he didn't get the brown in, which would have been a red, but he hit another red, which went into the centre right-hand pocket, and it did, went, it did a little pirouette around the edge of the pocket. Uh, it was like Gary Glitter waiting for an inevitable result around there, jingling and jangling, uh, and uh, he uh, didn't get it in. It's, it's the long and short of it. So me one at the table now. Beautiful plant there from, oh, you can remember the name for the plants, but not for what it is when there's a, a foul, a mistake. Uh, I can't remember. So he got that in anyway, me one, and he's going for the black. He's at the, the cupboard door is slightly in the way, and that has, has indeed wrecked that shot. So me one also gets a break of one. Me one, seven, me two, six, uh, me two, oh, the black just slightly shrouding what would have been an easy red. Uh, me too. Hits the exercise bike. The exercise bike going hit it wobble there. It's coming to play. Me too. Just has a crack there, and nothing happens. Nearly put pots the pink. Uh, me one. Oh, he hit that very forcefully, but it actually dislodged the red from very close to the pocket. Nothing happened. Me too. I mean, I don't know. Me personally, I'm missing me one one two here. If I was me one, I might consider getting me one one two out here. Let's see if he does that. Well, if he did, it wasn't the magic from last week. We will miss him. That was a poor shot. Me too. Pulls that red back too far, trying to get in the centre pocket. Some weak play here today so far. Me one, and that was also weak. And oh, the cue ball nearly came down to the bottom right hand pocket. But even that would have been too exciting for this dull game. Me too has a fairly straight red along the ball cushion. He's potted it. 
But yeah, I don't think he'll get anything else in. He's going to go for the green. He's going to try and get into the centre pocket off its spot. And it's the cue ball's right on the ball cushion, parallel with the green. So you can imagine how hard this will be. Oh my fucking God! Me too, after playing quite badly. I and mean, you can actually put that one together in your head. If you've got a snooker board at home, put the white ball on the, on the cushion and buy the green. The green's on its spot. Try and get that green into the centre left pocket. I don't think you'll be able to do it, but me too. He did it because he is a snooker genius. He's back. I don't think he's really got anything here, but he's going to try and he might try and double this red into the centre pocket. He's failed to do that quite badly, quite spectacularly, but that's a break of four for me too. Puts him back in the lead. Me one seven. Me two ten points. And me two has actually won quite successfully. All the balls weirdly grouped uh, on the right hand side of the table here. Uh, and me one makes a fatal error there. He goes in off. Uh, can't remember far back enough to remember if uh, he was at Mr. Enough speciality or me two was. Uh, whatever, that is four points to me too. Me one seven, me two, calculating, calculating, fourteen points, and he's literally double points there. And me too has the easiest reds into the bottom right hand pocket. Doesn't get himself onto anything there though. I mean, that was such an easy shot. He's going to go for this green again. If he can get this green in again, he has to cut it very finely and hope it can go down to the same pocket. Not this time, not this time, Mr. Me too. He's under fifteen, it's fifteen seven now, me one. Well, suddenly this game has come alive. Me one doesn't really have many options here. Although he spotted a red, it could go down. Oh, and it's well and beautifully judged. A subtle little tap. Sometimes subtlety B2 can be the best thing. Me one realizes he's got a good chance for the black hole. She misses, but it's coming down the table. Will it go? Oh, well, what luck there. He went for the top left. But the black ball went all the way down to the bottom right and fell, plopped in to that pocket. Plopped in there, like, um, I don't, uh, oh yeah, hold on, I thought this uh, idea, it was like he deflated the ball, it's like a New England Patriot, a topical reference there for people listening to this in a hundred years time, as they will be. So me one. Puts himself back in this, I don't think he can get this red, but if he really whacks it, he knows. Oh, he missed it, but he hit another red. They're very lucky there. <clears throat> Me one gets a break of eight. It's 15 all. It could not be more exciting. It's good to have the old players back. Me too. Don't know really what he was doing there. It has no effect. Me one, slight danger of hitting the microphone here. He's doubled it. Oh, he tried to double the red, but he's gone in off again. That could be crucial within this game, but it's still early days. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling it's nice to have the, uh, the proper players back. No offence to the many other fine players who've come through. I think, oh, me too. Went for a red into the top left, that missed and came flying back, hit the green and the green went in, unbelievable. So that's actually puts them back there, 19 all. Me one. Slightly going to negotiate the exercise bike. Ooh. Well, if only I could describe what happened there, it was quite exciting. If only you could have seen it, but me too. He just whacks really and hopes for the best. And me one has the easiest of reds here, which he pots and with some firmness. I think a dangerous amount of firmness, but the ball went sharply in. He's now got a brown, which is way up the table. Can he get this into the top left as well? 
Oh, it jingled and jangled around in the pocket. But me one's break is only one. Me one, 20. Me one, 19. Sorry, me two. Calculating is 19. Apologies. Me two. Can he get parity back in? He can with a beautiful shot. Knocks a couple of the red colours, but not in any way that can be usable. He's going for the green again. It's the green. Almost the same shot, a little bit easier, in fact, into the centre pocket with the cue ball a little bit behind it, but slightly better price. Just bounces off the corner of the pocket there. But me too equalises. It's 20 all. And what an exciting frame of self-playing snooker this has turned out to be. What a delight to have the players. Me one just bashes that. Managed to dislodge the red and the, the pink and the blue that were kissing together on the corner of the table there. Me too. Oh, it's the shot of the match. It was like he didn't even line that up. He just threw sheer instinct. I mean, really, we should think about filming this because that was one of the most beautiful bang. I can't even remember what it was, but he went bang. He went boom, it went in. So me too takes the lead. The pink is right over the edge of the pocket, but inaccessible. He's going for the brown. He tries to smash that and is not as successful. He gets a break of one. Me one twenty, me two twenty one. Uh, so it's me one's turn coming up, but I'm just head to commentator two. Do you feel uh, the sport's been revitalised now? Commentator two with the return of these two players. I was genuinely hoping that it had run itself into the ground. I was hoping, to be honest, that it would keep dividing and dividing until it would take half an hour just to say the name of each of the players, uh, and then that would surely make this stop. The fact that it's back to me one and me two, however exciting the game may be, and I will grant you this is a very exciting close frame, um, is a disappointment to me. And you know, in the career of Richard Herring, which is it literally just going to become a man pretending to a robot voice in a cellar while playing snooker himself? Now, that is not fair, commentator two. That is a genuine robot voice. Do not try and spoil the illusion, in fact, the real thing for the little kiddies by making up slanderous things like that. It's clearly a real robot voice. And I think this is a, you know, I, don't, I think his career is going well. I think this is a, a sign that he's confident enough to do this proves in the face of fashion and sense and other, other things going on in the industry, the fact that he is happy to give this a go and keep going to the 55th frame. I think a lot of people thought he'd finish after one or two frames. Uh, and the fact that a diehard fan, but they're diehard fans mainly, but some of them like snooker as well, and a section of them are still listening in. And so I say well done to Richard Herring for what he's doing. It isn't sad and pathetic and tragic, it is amazing. And it is the kind of thing someone who is about to have a child should carry on doing. That is my, that is my view as commentator one, commentator two may disagree. I do disagree with that. Well, you've had your say. Um, that is what free speech is all about, but you are wrong. So me one, I hear commentator one now, trying to roll the last remaining red board. I need to tell you that into the centre, Left pocket has had a lot of uh, interesting shots going into it. He's missed it. He just whacks it. Uh, he may have created a snooker accidentally. Oh, he has. It's a beauty. Uh, and I think the pocket might be where, right in the pocket where me one was hit. This no me one beautifully judges that. Gets out of it no problem. Me too. Slightly impeded by the bar and the cat's post. Again, I think maybe going for a little snooker. It isn't quite there, but it's a long shot. It's a difficult shot. Oh. 
Oh, oh, nearly everything went down there. Every single ball at the top there. The blue, so the black, the brown, the green, and the red all got hit. They all bounced around the pocket, but uh, the cue ball went down into the top pocket and the green ball flew down the table and went into the bottom left-hand pocket. Of course, only one of those fouls, that's what they're called, fouls. Only one of them counts, but it's four points to me two. I think that was me one. Uh, so it's me one, 20, me two, 25. Good work from computer voice there, who is real. And uh, me too. He's got a long shot. This red is right in the pocket though. Should get in. Oh, he didn't. Didn't go in. So me one jingled and jangled a bit. Me one double length. The top pocket fails. Oh, and almost like just our little chat there took the wind out of the sails. Me too. Oh, rubbish. Uh, me one now. Trying to hit the red ball in. All oh, miscues terribly, but gets away with it. <coughs> You probably heard the miscue there. Me too. He tries to double back into the centre, doesn't quite work, but he's created a, a brilliant snooker, a genuinely brilliant snooker. The cue ball right behind the green on its spot, the yellow ball right behind that cue ball, the last remaining red ball, about near, just to the left of the centre spot. This is going to be a challenge for me one. He's going to try and come off two corners. Oh, he came so close, he's missed it, and the referee has called for him to play that again. So that is bad news for me, one, who did come close. Oh, and he just missed it, but the referee... No, the referee, I think, fairly has let that go, because it was just a whisker away, it wasn't a deliberate miss. So, me too. He's now some way ahead. Me 120, me 229, uh, and me two has created another phenomenal snooker behind three balls. The green and the yellow creating a wall. The blue is then by the red, and I just I don't really think he can get this. So try and come off the top. Oh! But he hit the blue. It was quite close, and uh, me two is going to carry on. He thinks he can get this red in. And he's right, he can. And he got the black in as well, but he's just moved the black up to the top of the pocket. For me to can get this, I think we're in for a win, me too win. Of course he gets it, although he might have snookered himself in the process, he has. Tried to bring the cue ball down the table to get the yellow. Doesn't look too worried, he thinks he can get this. And he can, he's hit the yellow, so that was a good break of eight there for me too. Taking up to 42, me 120, me 242. So that's quite amazing, they were 20 all. Uh, and now, one has some work to do, but he started well, he doubled that yellow into the bottom left hand pocket. He nearly, oh, did he brush the black there? He's got away with it. He tries to get the green, then to no avail. He's now 20 points behind with, I believe, 25 on the table. Me too. The uh, <laughs> bit of uh, one for what happened next there. Uh, if only this was filmed. Uh, me too. Put his hand down the table to make a bridge, and the the pink ball spot, pink paper that's the spot, just came off, stuck to his fingernails, just flicked it off onto the floor. He can get the screen. I think the pink's over the pocket, but he can get it inside of that, which he's done nicely, pushing the pink away from that pocket. Uh, the blue brown brother right at the top uh, would take a. Now the cue ball is right in the bottom right hand pocket, the brown ball is right in the top cushion. 
maybe three or four inches from the pocket, and he did this in, he can't. Sent it down the table. It's uh, me too now. 23 points ahead with 22 points on the table. Me one has to resist the temptation to try and pop this frame, really, which he's done. Though he has left it very close to the top. Right hand pocket. And oh, me too didn't really seem to look at that. He just went for it, whacked it. It seemed to bounce back in and out of the pocket, but it's nearly a snooker, but there's some light on that brown. That brown nearly went down for me one there, which would be a disaster. Me one really has to do something spectacular here. Me two just really needs to pop another ball or two. And there, what a, what a pop that was. Uh, that was another beautiful, hard, firm shot. He's fairly sure of winning now, but now he can be honest. The blue ball has come and kissed the black ball right by the bottom right-hand pocket. They're together. He just has to be careful not to dislodge the black in. Uh, he plays that very well. The back ball now even closer to the pocket. I'll just add uh, me two's points there. Me one, 22, me two, 49. I mean, it's looking, and the problem with this now, the black ball's right over the pocket, the blue ball's right over the pocket. It'd be very hard for me one not to pop the blue. He might even pop the black. He might have to try and get his snookers on the final ball unless he can just really whack this and get both of them out, which he successfully does, beautifully played. Both play in fact, both balls just sliding up their respective cushions. In and, oh, and the exciting new Smithers has just arrived, me too. He just brings that blue ball out, me one that's gonna have to try and get out with a snooker. And, me, me, and there's Smithers there, I think you can, uh, Hear him playing on his scratching post, it's very near to the microphone. He's looking uh, at the things. Um, <coughs> I think this is me too now, it doesn't really matter. Me too, just wax it. Me one, he keeps on leaving it on for me one. Me one has to try not to put this successfully. Uh, but he's now, surely me too can do this now. The blue right over the bottom, left hand pocket. Oh, how did he miss that? It didn't go in, did it, Smithers? Me one, still clinging to some hope that he can get the necessary snookers. He's trying to get that behind, he's trying to get that down behind the black. He just potted the red, it was white, I could see what he was trying to do. But surely now it's over. I mean, it's sort of embarrassing, it's carrying on. Me too, gonna try and double this blue into the center pocket. Fails, there he goes in the top left hand pocket. Me one, just smashes it, he's frustrated. Who can blame him? He's been taking the brunt of the work these last few frames. Me too, had a chance to relax, recuperate. And me too, beautifully pots that blue and uses spin, which you rarely see at this level of snooker, to bring the cue ball right behind the pink. He should get this pink, it should all be over. He's got it, and he's gonna go for the black just to see if he can maybe an incredible shot. He'll have to double this into the top. Uh, left hand pocket. Oh, no, it's got nowhere near, but it doesn't matter. He scored an extra 11 points there. And I mean, given this was 20 all, this is a quite incredible score line of it ends. I'll, I'll let Robot Voice do it. Me one, 22, me two, 65. <laughs> and, uh, Robot Voice, uh, unexpected uh, emotion circuits added there uh, to it. it. It was surprised. At the uh, difference there, the difference of 43 points, which given how close it was to start with is amazing. It takes it to 25 apiece now.
those 55 frames, uh, five frames have been not between these two players, but yeah, well, how exciting that it is now back at parity. Me Too has not been ahead for a while. Can he get ahead in the next frame? Will there be another frame? Will Me One's wife allow him to come down and play? If not, can Me One play against Me Three again? I don't know what's happened to him. Or will some Me One One Two come down? I mean, I really like Me One One Two. Anyway, back to Richard uh, to uh, do the post-match analysis. Yes, thank you very much. It's been uh, quite good fun being back on the old green board. Let's talk first of all to Me Too. Uh, how are you feeling? Well, Richard, uh, delighted. Uh, ch ch a change is as good as a rest, they say. Uh, in this case, a rest is as also as good as a rest. And I don't mean a rest in a snooker term rest. I mean actually a, uh, a natural rest. So, um, you know, like resting. Not like resting, a rest. So, yeah, I'm very I'm delighted for my young fans. I am delighted that... You know, we go into the imminent birth of a child, either at parity, I might even get a chance to just nip ahead. Maybe me one is distracted by the responsibilities of fatherhood, which maybe that will give me the edge. Maybe his need to make money, have a career, will make him focus and try harder. I know he'll be very tired in weeks to come, whereas I will be, I'll only be tired from the late nights out and the girls and the gallivanting around. You know you know what I'm talking about, Richard. Well, uh, in the old days, perhaps, not, not in the... Uh, not the me now, me too, but uh, you know, I had my moments. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy for my young fans who I know have been wanting me to come back. I'm happy for all the fans who supported me through this difficult time. And you know, some of those fans might have been ethnic minorities or immigrants. None of them have said they were, but you know, that just shows, doesn't it? If they were, it shows that what I said wasn't that offensive. So yeah. 25 all, and I don't know, I haven't looked at the records, but, but winning by 43 points, that has got to be one of the, the biggest margins of victory, <clears throat> especially given it was 20 all. I mean, that's what's interesting to me. His game fell apart. He only popped the, the red, apart from all the ones he potted by mistake and made fouls. That's the word. Yeah, but thank you, me too. A little bit arrogant, a little bit cocky, not the, not the contrite individual I was possibly expecting to come back uh, to this uh, snooker frame. Uh, and, and Smithers there just just playing in the corner. I might just take a photo of him down there just to use as the... Uh, while he's just doing something interesting, I'll just try and take a look, quick photo of him. It's not that interesting. He's just down in looking at some dirt by a fridge. Uh, so, me one. How are you feeling? I'm disappointed, Richard. Uh, but there are more important things in life than snooker and a career. Not many things more important, but the birth of my little child. You know, I wonder... I've won 25 frames against Me Too. Uh, I don't think I won against Me Three. I, you know, I won all of the other two because it was both me. I wonder if having a baby will be feel better and be, be like winning 26 or 27 frames. That's what I wonder. We will see, but I will breed up this child. I mean, I've bred it already. I will... Grow. I'm going to use it to. I'm going to teach it how to play self-playing snooker from from straight away. As soon as we get it back from the hospital, we'll be down here on the old green board practicing. You know, with one of the little cues to begin with. Uh, I only started playing self-playing snooker when I was 14. Imagine how good a self-playing snooker player will be if they started at literally naught years old, more like one, two days old. 
They're there starting, just learning. I'm not expecting, I'm realistic, Richard. I'm not expecting this baby to be as good as I am. Maybe as good as me too is. We're equally as good as each other. That's 25 or what? Charlie was a good joke. Um, but, you know, maybe in six months, a year, maybe this will be you one versus you two or little me one versus little me two or baby one versus baby two. And, you know, maybe that will be more interesting. I don't know how the baby, well, the baby, will it commentate on its own? Well, you maybe will use the adult commentators to commentate on it to begin with, but then that will be teaching the baby what is normal, and what is normal is to play yourself a snooker whilst commentating on it and and having an actual robot voice, not doing the right robot voice like some people think, having a robot voice that calculate, calculates the scores. Yeah, quite slowly, but it's difficult to calculate the scores. It's not, you know, robots aren't as, aren't as good at human things as as we are you know some things that are easy to us are difficult for them and vice versa you, a robot could beat you at chess like that it would be hard for you but it's hard for it to calculate what you know two plus if someone gets a break of one that's a hard thing to add up sometimes when something there are already three and then you have to remember which one it was who did it so that is hard well i think you'll agree it's great to have the old team back together hopefully there'll be many more of these podcasts to come and uh, let's just bow our heads and think of Haylist dying sadly of laminitis. Well, dying, dying probably being shot in the face or head, but because of laminitis, becoming literally thinking a horse, literally thinking it's a lamb. Imagine, I mean, let's just think about that for a second, how it must have got teased in the stables by the horses that thought they were horses correctly, and the lambs that thought they were lambs. Even the lambs that thought they were horses would laugh at a, a horse that thought it was a lamb because they would think they were horses themselves so they wouldn't know they were lambs so they'd be laughing at the stupid they'd look at them and go well you're they can see the horse and they say well you're not a lamb they can't see themselves and go i'm not i'm not a horse i am a lamb so the the poor hay list had the worst of everything plus a terrible name the hay list is a list of some hay you know i mean i don't want to speak ill of the dead and it seems it maybe it's too soon to be mocking hay list for its stupid name and thinking it's a lamb but you will find this is all topically bang on correct. Um, you know, there'll be a few horse racing experts really enjoying this, not expecting their love of self makes so good a crossover with Australian horse racing there. So thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be back soon. Um, we'll see. <laughs> uh, I am not mad. Just let, I just want to make that clear. This is Richard Herring speaking here now. I'm in total control of what I'm doing. <laughs>